This season of Good is sponsored by Good Treatments. Good Treatments is a highly curated shop of pre-made treatment designs for commercials, music videos, features, and branded content. We've all spent sleepless nights writing our treatments, only to have to start from scratch on the design. With Good Treatments, you have the look of a custom design without the cost or time. With drag and drop tools, you simply replace your images, copy and paste your text, and you're good to go. For our good listeners, we're giving away a coupon code for 20% off your next purchase. Simply use code GOOD20 at checkout. See all the treatment designs at goodtreatments.space. So you took a last minute shower before the episode? Yeah, I was... Did you get like comments from people saying that you looked a little... (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's... Today is the, I mean, it's kind of my first day back in the office, like legitimately, but the girls still have school off today. So it, I was, this is like the last morning to sleep in. Yeah. Before taking them to school every morning at 7 a.m. Um, so I was just indulging and staying in bed a little bit longer. Aw. Congrats, man. <clears throat> Thank you. Gotta feel good. Yeah. Then I can't wait for the age where I can sleep in. Dude. Like where they where they just kind of take care of themselves a little bit, you know? Game changer. Yeah, game changer. It feels like a different life. It really is, man. I mean, yeah. Even Molly, which this just doesn't happen. Molly's our six year old, our youngest. Uh she woke up at ten AM this morning. That <laughs> does not happen. It's because they stayed up for, for like past midnight on New Year's, say up to like twelve or one on New Year's, and so their sleep schedule they're just like whack. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um dude, I have to send you some stuff. I've been I feel like I always end up doing this. And I have like a lot of things to do, but I've been um uh putting new music to like old projects again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you send me one yesterday that was Dare I say emotional? It made yeah, me very. I did another one, and it it's it's I'll send it to you. It's very good. I wonder how the um, like how would sort of the like you can't release that right? No, no, no. I think it's just for us. It 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 just uh, dude. Anything that makes my movie feel more real, I'm like right. I'm going to do and like not just do, but like put everything else on hold. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, and I mean that like ac- actual like work stuff. Um, I get kind of obsessive about that kind of stuff. I also yeah. put a new song to like another movie that I'm working on, like an, an old mood reel yesterday. And it's also like kind of wild. <laughs> Do you want to um, pick up I'll where we left off, or you want to talk about what what movie we're we're trying to do? No, we'll get to that. Um, I think people would love to hear about that. Yeah, we'll get into that. I'm sure, probably just naturally. Um, but yeah, let's 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 uh, we can talk about whatever. But I definitely want to start with where we left off yesterday, which is kind of going into production on presence. Yeah. Um, so everything's kind of cast and set. Uh, maybe talk a little bit about crew, crew size, how you how you brought that together. Yeah. So Tiny, right? 
Yeah, I mean, it was tiny throughout. I think we in we shot for four days in New Orleans um, with a crew of, I'd say, about cast included, maybe about 20. Um, That's not super tiny. That's actually bigger than I thought. But I guess when you went, when you go on the boat, it gets smaller, right? Yeah, when we went to the boat, it was, it went down to maybe, yeah, like 11 or 12. So we okay, lost so maybe almost half. half. Yeah. Um, and we just couldn't, couldn't fit anybody else like that. Like literally, you know? Um, yeah. So yeah, we, I think the, I mean, it was like, it was really cool, dude, to see like a bunch of our homies like turn down jobs so that they could, could come and do this. Yeah, that's sick. I mean, like our, our first AC Tyler, like turned down like a, a great job to, to come in. He was, <laughs> it was like down to the wire too. And he's like a great, great AC. He works on commercials and, and movies all the time. And he had something else come up that was like actually paying him. And, uh, <laughs> and he called me and JP and he was like, Hey, I just want you to know I choose you. <laughs> like that's, that's all he said. He's like, I choose you. And uh, stuff like that. Okay, really can good, I ask you, you know, a question? This is something that I have just like wondered about, and I'm sure, I'm sure it's probably very normal, and I'm like making it bigger in my head. But like the morning you woke up on the first day of production on your first feature yeah. film, what did that feel like? Was I it an it early was, call? First of all, yeah, I think it was like eight, uh, seven thirty, eight a.m. or something like that at this bar in Lafayette. Um, that we had, uh, I don't even think we rented it out, dude. I think we just went in there a couple of weeks before and just asked if we could shoot on the off hours. And they were like, yeah, sure. That's the cool thing about shooting in Louisiana too, is like, there are super small parts of Louisiana, small towns like Lafayette, where you can get away with a lot of stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I think I woke up with like pure joy, excitement. I wasn't nervous or terrified at all. And I think all of that came maybe the, the next day, <laughs> like where I where I kind of realized a lot of a lot of things. Because um, I, you know, I, you you've done shorts, like I've done shorts and stuff too. It's just vastly different when you know. Um. Yeah, when you're having you're trying to shoot eight, nine, ten pages a day, it's just it gets a little unwieldy. You know, and I think when, I I think the first day was like definitely the most enjoyable because we had set it up to be like our our <clears throat> sorry we had set it up to be like not the easiest day but like a very manageable day where we were in this bar for half the day and then we go to this house and we do two two scenes and that was it yeah but that was ten pages you know um. And so I think it was, it was in my head, it was a lot easier where, for example, like on the boat, we would do 10 pages, but it would be six or seven different spots on the boat. And we'd have to hit, yeah. you know, if this dialogue scene was outside, we'd have to hit that for, from four to five, you know, every day or four to six or whatever. Yeah. And I, I think, uh, yeah, I think. It would definitely be the last time that I, I won't say the last time, but definitely the last time I spend 
eighty percent of a movie on a on a boat for sure. Did <laughs> you get sick? Ever do that. No, I mean, dude, the crew was so good. They had this crazy non like I know it's just a thing, but like non drowsy Dramamine because that was everybody's biggest fear. Because yeah. once you get out of the marina, it's like hella wavy, and um, you're just kind of bobbing all day. <laughs> hella wavy. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, we we they had this non drowsy dam- dramamine that was killer. I didn't get sick one time, yeah, that's amazing. but it was you had to be a little religious about it. How how did uh just just like I mean. I'm just thinking about my own experience. You know, I've, I've done a short where I shot for like four days or I've done a commercial, like where it was like two or three days music video again, like maybe I think the longest one I did was maybe that one we did in New Mexico um, or Arizona or whatever. But like the idea of doing something for like two weeks, three weeks. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, even, even the last video I did, it was like a, a big thing, but it was all kind of like, one day you know like and kind of like uh muster up all my energy for like and focus for like one day thinking about engaging with something that one is like high pressure because it's only you it's no client telling you you know what i mean it's like all the pressure is really on you to make it good and then spreading yourself across two weeks for you right it was like 11 14 days what did it end up being at the end of it in total, with pickups, it was uh, 14 days, 15 days. But straight, it was 11? Straight, it was uh, t- with travel and stuff, like 12, yeah. Okay. What, what was what was kind of like your game plan for spreading yourself across 12 I had, days? I had no game plan. <laughs> I, yeah. Dude, I think in a lot of ways, this was like, let's make all the mistakes. I'm just going to fucking go for it. And yeah. there was definitely mistakes made, but... um. Because with the crew being so small on the boat, we had no AD. So I was ADing myself every night. So I'd, I'd wake up Dude. and I would I would do the scenes that we had scheduled, finish a 12-hour day, and then go back to my hotel room with John Paul and Summers. And I would just sit there, listen to music, and he would try and go to sleep while I was working. What kind of sleep were you getting? Maybe four hours. Okay. So some. Sometime, yeah, like three or four hours. And I, I got pretty good at, at – but I had to basically create the sides for the next day and figure out, okay, I know we just shot in this hallway for three hours today. This scene is longer. I'm going to have to figure out something with coverage to make this sh- – to fit it within this window. Do you know what I mean? Like all this real technical stuff. Um, I would do that at the end of every night. So I'd stay up till 12 o'clock at night or whenever we finish and just pump through that stuff. Were you doing like 12 hour days, 10 hour days and like, we were doing pretty. Yeah. And, but being pretty like about like rigid about that. Yeah. I think that on, on, in New Orleans, we didn't go over 12, like, at all. I don't think it was yeah. necessary. Like, dude, that was, that's what I was going to say. Like, making a movie on land with, like, your friends, <laughs> <laughs> with, like, 20 of your friends, you know? Like, with, you know, we had, like, a pretty decent grip package. Like, everybody came out and, like, really wanted to support. And a lot yeah. of people came out for free. And I could do that 
forever. I could make that kind of movie easy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's when you you are out on your own in a place where you don't know um with all on the elements. Island. Yeah. yeah. And it's <laughs> and it's like and I I think when you watch the movie it's it's pretty interesting, but I think we had one we brought one light with us <clears throat> to the Virgin Islands. Jesus Christ. Just cuz we were going to be we were going to be undocked for a lot of the stuff. So I think we did one day for night scene at the dock where, um, no night for day. Yeah. It was nighttime and we, and we, we pumped some light through a little porthole. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think did you ever, this, did you ever feel like you weren't going to finish? Yeah. The entire time. Did, <laughs> I remember feeling every single day that we were on the, on in the Virgin islands, the overwhelming feeling that you would wake up and you would be 10 pages behind. Like that's just how it was. And you had to figure it out, you know, but there's also something like really beautiful about that as well, where you, you get to, I feel like I really understood like what movie I was trying to make versus what movie was being made and what this movie actually would be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think you, you, in that situation, you have to like really strike only the meat of the project and like not get rid of it, but like only tackle the, the pure meat of the stuff. And there was things being cut all the time that was like a little extraneous, like, oh, let's get, you know, Jenna at this time of day over on this, like, with these islands in the back, like all the stuff that we thought that we could do because our crew was so small. Do you feel like you were, were you shooting? Like, I guess, did you have any time to kind of just like sit and see things and be like, Oh, let's grab that. Or was it like so rigid to just like, you're just like scratching to get what was on the page. Do you know I what would, I mean? Like, yeah. was there any kind of like f moments where you were able to kind of improvise, I guess with, JP or, or, or with the cast at all. Yeah. There were moments, I mean, and I think some people would get mad at me for this, but this is just what, and everybody was down, but like we would be eating lunch or something and something would be going on and I would just go grab Jenna or I'd grab Dave yeah. and just like, Hey, pause real quick, come up here and just shoot this one thing. Cause it, it was like a perfect background. The light was just hitting something in the right way. Yeah. I'd say maybe 20% of the time we'd have some opportunity, but it was, it was during some actual downtime, you know, Yeah, yeah. where I wish, I feel like I need to be better at sort of protecting that, those moments for people. But, it's just but I mean, yeah, of course, but also I feel like it's a pretty unique situation to be like, kind of like sequestered from the world. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, like these you're, people you're are going home at night. Yeah. 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 Going to see their girlfriends yeah. or something like we're only doing this, you know, which is, like I said, it was, it was, that was the beautiful part of it, you know, that it was like literally like a little summer camp, but, but dude, I'll tell you a story kind of in that vein. I, th I may have told you this before, but on the very last day of shooting, um, Dave was leaving a day earlier than everybody because, uh, he had another movie to go do or something. And so we shot, he had a flight at like 11 or something. So we shot this yeah. doc scene at like 8 a.m., just enough time 
for him to like get to his his flight and um the rest of the day we were going to shoot the ending of the movie which we had found this cove um i forget the name of it but it was it's this basically like this water filled like cave that has like if you hit it at the right time of day um it's just like magic you know yeah and we had we had brought like these like we had brought like a, a thousand like of these little like waterproof like orbs like waterproof like glowy lights or whatever and we were just okay. gonna um like dump them in this thing yeah. and like right when we were gonna shoot at like dusk or whatever and so we shoot that scene with Dave and we go get ready. And it's like a, you know, about an hour boat drive and we couldn't yeah. take the yacht. We'd have to take like the smaller boat. So 12 people on this like tiny little boat, we drive out for an hour and we have to hike up this mountain to get to the cove, like up this mountain and then down into the cove. For, and it's like a mile walk, like a trek trek. Mm -hmm. So we get like up the mountain, which is about halfway and everybody's tired i can't remember exactly but me and isaiah basically just run ahead yeah to just like <laughs> scout the thing yeah and so you hadn't seen it yet we had seen it in photos and we had talked to somebody that okay. had been there that was Damn, like yeah dude that's so nerve-wracking i know right <laughs> just wait so <laughs> oh, it's such a crazy story but we uh yeah, we go down there and the place is a fucking zoo. Like it's filled with people. Like just absolutely filled with like, unfilmable. Unfilmable like and and just a sense of like I'm not going to finish this. That was like the absolute moment that I was like I'm not going to mm. finish this movie. Do you know Damn. what I mean? Yeah. Because I like there was nowhere else to go. Like, what were we gonna? We'd have to make something that was just so unreasonably stupid, you know. Yeah. Like, we'd have to make some weird decision. So we just like get back up and we just say it's not gonna work. We got to figure something else out. Let's get on the boat. And I just go up to the. He was a crew member, but he was driving us around. No, he was a captain. Yeah, it was Captain Arnold. I go up to Captain Arnold and I'm like, find me. A fucking <laughs> cove, man. Like, do you know of anything in this area? And he's like, yeah, I know some, uh, he's Australian, but I won't do an Australian accent. But he's like, yeah, I know some spots. Um, So he starts driving us around. He starts pointing different spots, like different, like just like inlets. One of the first one would be like really difficult to get. Yeah. Thank you. The first one would be like really difficult to get into. Like it would be crazy, and the sun is dying, bro. Yeah, like, I, was, had, I was wondering. <laughs> we yeah. had scheduled this to be dusk, and the sun is dying, and um, and I just see this island, this sort of like these houses on this island in the distance, and I'm like, Captain Arnold, what is what is that? And he's like, Oh, that's the old salt mine, and there's this abandoned salt mine. Um, from the 1800s that is um, like this deserted island, like this small 
deserted island with these like really Victorian looking sort of like uh, bohemian sort of like uh, abandoned destroyed houses within like on the, on the, on the island in this like perfect beach. And there was nobody there. It's like, let's go there, you know? <laughs> so we like, we got, we're on a small boat and then we have to, and the boat has a, a dinghy essentially. So just imagine sort of see the scenario of like uh, moving camera equipment through waves on a fucking canoe. Okay. So we, everybody gets there safely. We start scouting it. It's fucking perfect. Like you've seen the, the movie, right? Like the very ending yeah. of the movie, there's yeah. just like the fucking mountainside with like this perfect abandoned. So home. that's what you shot there was that like the ending. That's, yeah. That's what we shot there. And that oh. was literally found maybe with like, 45 minutes of light. I think we shot that whole, the whole ending of the movie in about an hour. Like brutal treacherous. What's, 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 <laughs> what's the crew, what's the crew doing? Or sorry, what's the cast doing at this point? Are they you know, like, I'd like to say annoyed? that they were, they were, I'd like to say that they were like, we'll find it, Christian, we'll do it. But I think a lot of them were annoyed at the situation for sure. Yeah. But I'll say this, as soon as we found this spot, it, it was like this was meant to be. It was almost like it was God. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this this spot was like vastly more subtextual to the story than the cove that we had mm -hmm. previously planned on. It was like way more – it basically like made the ending of the movie. Like it it made it yeah. more of a of a thing. And – yeah, dude, I I remember like we we wrapped the the first like we wrapped the the movie. Dude, <laughs> I'm gonna like get emotional just thinking about it. But like, dude, when you like just call rap on your movie, like we we finished the last shot, which was Terry Weibel standing on this beach, <clears throat> and it was absolutely perfect dusk, like waves, wind, everything, and. I just like look at JP and I like, <laughs> I like start looking around. I'm like, I think that's, I think that's it. And then we just, I was like so nervous to call rap because I was like, I don't think I could handle not having to do this anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah. I like called rap and everybody went nuts. A bunch of people got naked and just like ran into the ocean. <laughs> And fucking just Ugh. splashed around the air. It was like there. I don't think there will be a, a better, at least for me, a better like rat moment, you yeah. know, because we were on this abandoned island all by ourselves, just finished our movie with all of our friends, you know, and just jetted into the ocean. So that was like your last day of schedule production. Yeah. And you, you got to like the spot that you, hmm. You got to the spot that you thought you were going to shoot and it just didn't pan out. It wasn't, a, it was unshootable. You, you couldn't yeah. shoot there. <laughs> so you were literally just riding around like in desperation. Like fucking James Bond, just fucking jetting around. <clears throat> oh my God. <laughs> the Did you feel, what was like the, in, in your head, <clears throat> in your head, what was like the likelihood that this was going to work out? Zero. 
Like it was, it was like a, it was like a miracle. It was like a miracle. Dude, I think we would have settled to. You would have shot something. I would have shot some. I would have had to because we would yeah. never be out there. I would have. I would have created. I would have found something, but it wouldn't. It wouldn't have been that at all. Yeah, like in no way, shape, or form. Um. Okay, I just sent you something. I don't want to zoom past. Hold on, don't play yet. I don't. I don't. I don't want to zoom past the post too much. But you, you wrap at the end of 2019, and then you go into post and you're editing, and then COVID yeah. hits, and yeah. then it's like you're basically quarantined with your your movie <laughs> for months. Yeah, it was kind of. Gosh, it's so weird to say perfect, but it was kind of perfect timing for the whole thing to, to for the world to shut down honestly dude like that that moment for me almost every time uh it's because i love editing so much i know you do too it's like sitting down with your hard drive and like it's a blank best, sequence though. and just like <laughs> sitting there for a second <sighs> it's the best yeah and then it's i start hating my my editor self starts hating my director self as soon as i start poking around yeah the dude. there's a lot of things <laughs> that i would like to say about what i realized in editing for sure yeah versus like what i thought i was doing in directing yeah and these Tell are just me. things i'll i'll take you know, i think this is the part of you got to make stuff to just figure it out yeah but did the absolute biggest thing that and we can go back and forth but the absolute biggest thing that I realized because I had done coverage before, but I, I think there were some scenes where, um, you know, for like every different angle, you'd, you'd start a new alphabet, you know, like a letter in the alphabet that you go through right. A, B, C, D for different angles. And I think sometimes we'd get down to like K or H or something like, yeah. um, because I wanted to do this very specific style of and you could see it like in some of those dialogue scenes like it it feels really like uh precise you know yeah, yeah. like different dialogue moments are are in my opinion like some of the best stuff that I've done um but I realized if I had to go back and do it again or do a my other project I would, you know, there's this moment where everybody sits down and you're starting on your master because you always mm -hmm. start wide and you go in close. You're starting your master and everybody's sitting down and it's the first time, you know, unless you've done rehearsals, it's the first time everybody's sitting there and talking to each other with these sort of like, they have to move their head this way. They have to do these yeah, things. They have right. to like kind of calculate what they're doing. Um, so I would naturally spend much longer periods of time in the master, mm -hmm. like unknowingly, not unknowingly, but I just, I just hated moving. It on. like became your rehearsal. Exactly. On some level. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we had, we had done some rehearsals to a degree, but that was you like workshopping, like the, the scene yeah there, i mean there's no way there's there's no way to like we also didn't get to scout the boat but for one day yeah like we had photos jp went out to the virgin islands for three days and just shot a ton of photos but there's a difference when you're just not sure, not there sure. and you can't explore um and you don't see the limitations of things or whatever or seeing how things fit together or right yeah 
Yeah. Like, I don't know that I, you know, if a character walks from this part to the hallway, like how long is that shot? In a photo, yeah. it looks like fucking huge, you know? Yeah, right. Um, and yeah, so we, what, what we would normally do is just like, in the edit, I have so many masters or three shots, you know, um, where I would spend maybe 80 to 85% of the coverage in the edit in overs and close-ups. Yeah. But I would, I would have half the amount of takes mm -hmm. for overs and, and close-ups because we were running out of time because I spent just that much amount of time in the masters really getting everybody to yeah. – to a point where it was like, okay, now I can do the overs, you know? Yeah. So going back, obviously I would do more rehearsals so that I, when we got to the masters, it was just already kind of dialed. Yeah. But if you don't have time for rehearsals or whatever, get one or two good masters, like, and realize like the important parts of the master where you're going to cut into the scene. Right. And then spent a majority of your time in overs and close-ups. Yeah. Like 80% of your time, if not more. Hmm. That's one thing I, I, when I got to the edit, I was like, I would have, I mean, sometimes we were doing maybe four to ones, five to ones for different takes, which is not a lot. I mean, that's so little. Yeah. But for some close-ups, I would do two to ones or something. Yeah. Which is... It's very nerve-wracking for a, an editor, <laughs> which was me. Which was you. Um, dude, I, I remember watching the like an early cut. And, I mean, of course, I'm, I'm like familiar with this process to some extent, but it was so interesting watching um, an early cut where it was just kind of you and a computer and then watching the film after you'd had sound. Yeah. And uh, what was that? The That's gray. interesting because I, I don't think I'll, I won't ever experience that for this movie. Yeah. What was the, obviously the, there's a huge difference, but like, what was that difference like for you to see it? I mean, you're using your imagination a lot, right? Like seeing right. the early cut of like, okay, I can imagine. Cause you know, I, I edit too. And I do understand the like gap between something that's finished and something that's in progress, you know, and kind of having to like, uh, yeah, be able to imagine kind of what, the, what something's going to be like once it's kind of mastered and right. finished, you know? Um, but still you never watch a film that's not finished. You know what I mean? Like very right. rarely am I watching a film that's like a short feels different, but watching like an entire, what was it? 85 minutes, something like that. Dude, the first cut was uh, an hour 45. I watched that. I was traveling somewhere. Where was I? Dude, just I think about that for a second, though. Like, there's there's no better feeling than, like, exporting an hour 45. <laughs> like, you made something that's 95 minutes. Fucking, no, it's 105 minutes, right? 105 minutes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like it. I mean, yeah, it got it down you... to 128 or 125 or something at the end yeah. there, but um, dude, there's no better feeling. I can't wait, Dave, for you to <laughs> this year. Yeah, I, can just, I know, same. Yeah, um, 
No, I I remember. Yeah, there was some of it was like I had my own ideas of how maybe it would, like what it would be once it was like fully because there was visual effects that were missing. Right, sound was completely uh, temp. I mean, like not temp is the wrong word. Uh, just uh, just like raw sound that you just kind of placed in, and then Tim music, um, and yeah, it was definitely like a certain, a very specific experience where I was like, I, I can see it, but it's hard, you know, on a, on you a certain say level. It was bad. It's okay. It was. I don't think that it was bad. It was just hard to get through. It was. It yeah, was like, yeah. you know, it's hard to get through like movies that are completely finished and polished, and, and yeah. you know, sometimes. So it was like, it was just interesting. To, to watch that and and try and get inside of your brain of like what it's going to be like when it's finished. And then it's funny. I don't know. Like, I think both times you sent me the, that kind of in progress cut. And then the final cut, I was, I was out of town and I remember sitting down and watching the final cut and to just the sound. Yeah. Transformed to that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Is dramatic, dramatic, and then also, uh, our mutual buddy Jacob McKee did the grade, yeah. killed it, and to have seen the footage, not I mean JP did a great job. It looked great, but it was definitely like inconsistent. At least what I saw. Maybe you were messing around with some some stuff. I don't know the cut that I saw. It was just you know it was like raw footage, you right. know, or maybe like had some kind of LUT on it or something. But to see what Jake, it it just like went from feeling like, okay, I see there is like a heart of a movie in here, you know, yeah, on the first cut or the cut that I saw to to being like, fuck, you like made a movie, yeah, <laughs> that's what it felt like. That's like the transition. And I know I'm right. just kind of talking about superficial things right now, about kind of like the the quality of it. But I that that is obviously like what struck me first was like okay this is unfinished and i'm having to use my imagination to then like seeing it like done done and just like the the adolescent like 14 year old kid in me is like oh my gosh my friend made a movie yeah, you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty dramatic yeah can you play it play play the thing play it into the microphone so i i think we were either texting or so, i don't remember what exactly it was but um yeah set it up we were talking and maybe you just texted me and said, dude, I think I finished my movie. And then I just immediately FaceTimed you. And this is the conversation. I haven't seen this, by the way. You finished, you finished your movie, dude. Congrats. <laughs> it's just me flexing. I seen some of those before. How do you feel? In a tank top. That's how I feel, man. That's Strong. How I feel. You're, oh, yeah. That's, right? Oh, what yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did it. Yeah, man. I was. It was funny because I. I was just like I was doing the things I had to do, but I didn't have like an ongoing like. This is it. Like you're about to finish. And my when I finished the last thing, I like just kind of zoomed out in the timeline, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I think that was it." <laughs> <laughs> That's dude. That's sick. <sighs> Strong guy. <sighs> What'd you say? Strong guy there. Strong guy. <laughs> Super strong. Um, well, dude, Pharrell, congrats. You made a movie. I can't wait for all the back end shit to get sorted out so people can see it. 
Yeah. Dude, I'm thinking about doing a a good just listener. just a Vimeo release. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about doing a good listener, um, basically like a, I mean, it's past sort of like a test audience stage. Oh, that's cool. Um, Like you're not going to, nothing's changing at this point. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd love to have like a good listener sort of premiere for it. I don't know if that's possible. Maybe we'll work work on that today and maybe we'll have like a sign up for, uh, tomorrow's episode or something and then we'll schedule it dude that would be wild are you allowed to do that um yeah (laughs) yeah i'm not like legally i mean i could just call it a test audience who cares yeah yeah i don't think i'll get sued for it yeah but i'm gonna be recording it as long yeah (laughs) everybody's screen recording (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna pirate it with my phone and then Throw it on a DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Start selling them on the corner. At least do a fucking Blu-ray, dude. God. Um, I don't have a Blu-ray, Blu-ray disc drive. Bro, did you ever have one of those towers where you were just pumping out DVDs for, for Oh, something? yeah, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> Authoring DVDs and shit. That was the worst. Dude, I used to do that for summer camps. Where I'd, Me too. I'd go and dude, what I'd help. Fuck. You really did that too? Yes. I'd go to summer camps, film the whole thing, and then yeah. sell DVDs at the on the last day. I Freaking too. makes like yeah. six hundred bucks or something. I did that too. <laughs> That's really funny. God, what a stressful time. I know. Um, all I right, just guys, used well, copyrighted music the whole time. I, yeah, it's literally. <laughs> we, should, we real quick. We should. Uh, yeah, so that's that's Christian's movie. I think we should add some maybe maybe next time we should dive into what we're trying to do right now. A little bit. Yeah, we're like a year in. We should at least talk about it by now. We are, we're over well, over a year in. I probably probably the 14, 15 months now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, guys, tomorrow so we'll uh we'll dive into a very special project that me and Jared are currently working on. Jared's you could say it, right? What? Jared's first narrative movie. Yeah, we'll f- feature, yeah. I hope it's... <laughs> yeah, I hope it turns into a movie. <laughs> All right, see you tomorrow. All right, dude. See ya. This season of Good is sponsored by Good Treatments. Good Treatments is a highly curated shop of pre-made treatment designs for commercials, music videos, features, and branded content. We've all spent sleepless nights writing our treatments, only to have to start from scratch on the design. With good treatments, you have the look of a custom design without the cost or time. With drag and drop tools, you simply replace your images, copy and paste your text, and you're good to go. For our good listeners, we're giving away a coupon code for 20% off your next purchase. Simply use code GOOD20 at checkout. See all the treatment designs at goodtreatments.space.